What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Thursday edition of The Squeeze. I am Tyler Conium, and we started off the week 3-1 and on Monday, 3-0 and on Tuesday, 0-3 on Wednesday. The bottom falls out as it has a tendency to do. We were right there on a couple of these bets. We had the Dallas Wings to be leading at halftime. They were down by six. They lost that game to the Sparks. We had the New York Yankees to be leading after five innings or tied. A tie is a push. They're down one nothing. The Mets scored a run with one out in the bottom of the fifth to take a one nothing lead. So that sucked. It could have been a push. And then Philly... We also had the Arizona Diamondbacks to be leading after five innings, and that was a 2 nothing Philadelphia. So the pitchers, we bet on Garrett Cole, we bet on Merrick Kelly. They did good. They gave up three combined runs in 10 innings, but it was not to be because their teams both scored zero. So an 0-3 day, which leads us into a Thursday, and I'm going to simplify things a little bit here because I don't love betting baseball, and the reason that is... A, there's so many variables. Like, you think of the best teams in baseball, even if they win 100 games, they're going to lose 62 times. So 62 times, that team is going to lose. It's hard. Number two, it's hard to know who's pitching, who's coming out of the bullpen, all the things that are going on every single day in baseball. There's just so many variables. So today, simplifying things a little bit, I've got a U.S. Open bet and a bet, two bets on the same CFL game. Now, before I get into that, I do just want to mention this QR code here. If you're following along on YouTube, if you are listening or you're on your phone, there is a link below. If you want to track any, follow any of these bets or sign up for new sportsbook, getting the best exclusive offers. There's tons of offers going on for the U.S. Open. For example, DraftKings is doing a plus 300 bonus if you pick any tournament winner. So if you click this QR code or follow the link in the description, sign up for a sportsbook and make the minimum deposit, you are going to get the best exclusive offers thanks to my partnership with Bet stamp and those books exactly so hit the qr code or follow the link in the description sign up make a deposit and you can track all of these bets follow all these bets because i shop for all of the best lines okay let's talk about the u.s open i posted yesterday i've got one two three four five six i've picked seven winners sprinkled two and a half units on those you can see those on twitter i'm not going to post those here because picking a winner is kind of whatever. But one bet that I do like is Tyrell Hatton to finish in the top 20. I think you get really, I hate the term value, but plus 145 for Tyrell Hatton to finish in the top 20 is pretty juicy to me. So Tyrell Hatton, has uh, he's a great player who's never won a major championship. He also comes into the U.S. Open looking to change that narrative. He's 31 years old, <coughs> excuse me, the Englishman, Um He's a really he's a riot to watch on the course. By the way, if you ever watch Tyrell Hatton play, he's always talking to himself. He's very charismatic. He's very energetic. He's a golfer you love to watch, which I like. By the way, I believe he tees off at 1045 Pacific time. So you want to get this bet in before like 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, depending on where you're watching this. Um, he hasn't finished worse than 15th in each of his last five starts, and he has three top five finishes in that stretch. He just came off a very impressive performance at the RBC Canadian Open, where he just missed the playoff with Westwood and, um, why am I blanking, Taylor, by one stroke. Now he's heading to LA. He's got very impressive numbers. He is third on the tour when it comes to strokes gained, total, and scoring average. He also ranks 11th in strokes gained off the tee. Um which is great, obviously. Players in the top 20 this season in the PGA in strokes gained off the tee approach and putting, 
John Rahm, and Tyrell Hatton. It's just the two of them. Putting, so this course is going to really reward the short game and the putting. And putting is what could put Hatton over the top here. It's a very weird course in LACC, similar to Bay Hill. Hatton is trending in the right direction after last week's performance at the Canadian Open. He's a very elite ball striker, and he's locked in with his putter as well. I think that he can make this happen. Top 20, you're getting a lot of value there at plus money for a top 20, the way he's been putting, the way his short game has been, uh, he's been executing his short game. So I'm taking Tyrell Hatton to finish in the top 20. That's plus 145 at bet 365. And now we're going to shift over to the CFL. Report just came out today that the CFL's ratings are down 12% year over year for the opener. And I got a bone to pick with the CFL, man. I love CFL football. My wife and I were season ticket holders for the Argos for a while. And it's a it's a riot. I will yell from the rooftops that you should be watching the CFL. It's fun football. I get that it's not the NFL. I get it. I'm not trying to say that it is or that it is even necessarily better. But it's fun. It's Canadian. It's wide open. It's offense. It's like college football meets the NFL. That's how I say the CFL. They decide that the defending champions, Toronto Argonauts, are going to have a week one bye. So if there's one thing the NFL does that's smart is what's the like the primetime week one matchup is going to be usually the defending champions against who they beat in the Super Bowl or another massive matchup, right? That's how it works. You put the Chiefs with the Bills or something like that. They opened the calendar with the primetime game of the Calgary Stampeders and the BC Lions. Now, the BC Lions are great, but they just lost their quarterback to the NFL. And again, why wouldn't you put like a rematch of the Grey Cup? You just had an unbelievable playoff, unbelievable postseason, unbelievable Grey Cup, very entertaining. Put the Argos and the Bombers in week one in the first game. Instead, the defending champions sit out the first week, which is always great. So anyway... Tonight, it's Thursday Night Football. We've got the Calgary Stampeders visiting the Ottawa Red Blacks. And I'm taking the Stampeders in the first half, and I'm taking the Stampeders to cover. This is a weird line to me, the fact that it's only three points and then six points. Now, Calgary is coming off a 25-15 to loss, but that was against BC. He was arguably, with Winnipeg, the best team in the CFL. They've got a very potent offense, despite the fact that they've lost Nathan Rourke. And then you have Ottawa, who's coming off a 19-12 to loss to Montreal, who is not very good either. Montreal and Ottawa are sort of predicted to be the two worst teams in the CFL this season, and they still lost by seven, were only able to score seven points. Now, when you look at it, the Calgary Stampeders, um, Jake Marr is leading the Stampeders. He's 26 years old. He's getting ready for his first, first full season as a starter behind center. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I like Dave Dickinson um, as their coach. I think that they're going to have a much improved offense. And then again, when you look at, uh, where did this go here? Just finding my link from week one. When you look back to the Stampeders, yeah, obviously it was a disappointing start to the season against BC. They didn't get much going against the offense, but again, BC is one of the best teams in the league. Now they're going to the Ottawa where the Red Blacks have struggled mightily at home and they're already banged up with injuries. And I think this is a perfect recipe for the Stampeders to bounce back. You've got the Ottawa Red Blacks. Um, you know, they've got Jeremiah Mazzoli. He didn't play throughout the preseason. He did play in week one. And it's going to be interesting to see. As I mentioned, they lost. They dropped to ninth in the power rankings. They've got an injury riddle team. They couldn't get anything going against the Alouettes, who are the second worst team in the CFL. They've uh, had backup Nick Arbuckle. He had three interceptions. They need more touchdowns, less field goals. 
Yeah, they've got a sort of a better matchup against the Stampeders, but I just don't see it happening, man. I think the Stamps are good enough that they're the ones that are going to get the bounce back win here, not the Ottawa Red Blacks. And you're getting a field goal in the first half, and you're getting two field goals or a touchdown without an extra point in the entire game. I know it's a road game, but Ottawa is pretty brutal at home, dating back all the way back to last year. So I think this is a perfect opportunity. And even if we, we may, maybe we lose the first half but win the second half, maybe we win the first half and lose the second half, I think they probably end up doing both. I think Stampeders could absolutely route the Ottawa Red Blacks here. And I just don't get these numbers. I think that the, the books just don't care that much about the CFL. So you're getting minus 3 for minus 110 at DraftKings. You're getting minus 6 for minus 114 at Bet99. Give me that all day long. Again, if you want to use um, Bet365, DraftKings, or Bet99, use the QO QR code here or the link in the description below to sign up for one of those books. Enter the minimum deposit. You're going to get the best bonuses, the best exclusive offers on all of those books. So there is my card for a Thursday. Give me Tyrell Hatton to finish in the top 20 at this weekend's US Open for plus 145 at Bet365. Give me the Calgary Stampeders minus three in the first half for minus 110 at DraftKings. And then give me the Stampeders minus six for the game, minus 114 at Bet99. As always, drop a comment if you're fading or following. You can follow me on Twitter at Tyler Conium for more picks and props throughout the day. TikTok and Instagram for just your picks portions and your audio is on Apple and on Spotify. Have a great Thursday and let's talk sports.